Well, hello, Chosen Girls. I'm so excited to be with you again this month. I have a very special guest. Our Chosen Women's event is coming up, and our Chosen Women's event theme is this year is courageous. Well, did God know what he was doing when he told me that word last year? Mm -hmm. He knew that we were going to need to be courageous women, that's for sure. Yes. And so thinking about that theme, and I was thinking about what we were going to do in September, I said, hey, I want to interview and talk to my BF, one of my BFFs, Sandra Steen, because I've known her for over 30 years. Wow. And talk, and yeah, <laughs> we're not that old, but <laughs> I don't know how that happened. But I don't anyway, yeah. I, I don't either. But I'm just, I'll read you some of the stuff that's just, you know, about her, but then I'll tell you what I know about her. So, I mean, really, she is so dynamic, which you will know, high energy leadership. She has worked with Fortune 500 companies all over the world, universities, as well as churches throughout the nation. She gives insights over the years that challenges. She's always been a challenge. She's always challenged me <laughs> and my daughters, <laughs> which I love and has been great. Also, she's gotten all kinds of accolades in corporate America, the Entrepreneurial Spirit Award, Texas Woman to Watch Award, Business Journal Small Business Award, Ernst & Young's Entrepreneur of the Year Award, International Firm of the Year Award. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Recognized from 2015 to 2017 as one of the most 70 most influential African-American history makers. I love that in the United <laughs> States, right? Uh, also, the governor of Texas recognized her as being inducted to the fabric of a woman a hall of fame. She's worked with all kinds of organizations like AT&T, Shell Oil, Dow Chemical, Frost Bank, HEB, Procter & Gamble, Sony, Walmart, Wow, World, so many more. <laughs> and me. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> and our church. Yes. Yes. So anyway, what I love about her too is it's so truth is true is that she has such truth and transparency that she speaks with and so passionate about what you do. And you've always wanted and encouraged people to go to another level. And like I said, I've I've known her for over thirty years. Yeah. And when I first when we first met, Sandra Steen was actually working at another company and she was training a trainer in that company, training people in that company to work. And we met in I mean, my life was has never been the same, seriously, I because mean. you have so encouraged me, really, and my family and our church. You've done an incredible work through all these years, and you continue to do that, and you're one of my great motivators and encouragers, and I, I mean, when I talk to you, I get a smile on my face. When I think about you, I get a smile on your face. Mm. I love that's why it's called the Joy Institute. Mm. <laughs> Yeah. So today I thought, wow, there's no better person really that I want to talk to about courage than you. Because if anyone has had to step out and be courageous through their life, it has been you. Again, think about 30 
plus years ago when we first met and you were working for that company and you were training those trainers and you're an African-American woman, so a minority, okay, and a woman, okay, in a, in a company, but had so much more in you, so much more potential and yeah. had so much dreams. You had so many <laughs> dreams and you just needed to be encouraged to do that and you stepped out in courage and you said, I'm going to go for it. And you stepped out. You talk about courage to step out on the water. Girl, you did. Through all these years, you have been an innovator and a pioneer in so many things. And it's been amazing. So I was like, I want to talk to my girlfriend about courage because if she can encourage, if she can encourage you to have courage, she can, <laughs> I know she can do it. So uh, let's start about you know, defining courage. How would you define courage, Sandra? Well, first of all, Cindy, it's so, so much fun just to be here with you. I love you. You have been a friend uh, through thick and thin and uh, much of the courage <laughs> that I'm going to talk about, you have helped to put it there. You and Rick, I call Rick my spiritual coach. So I just want to say thank you, love you, appreciate. And it's my great joy to be here and share with you. And, you know, starting out with the definition of courage, you know, I like kind of the way Winston Churchill put it. It's, uh, it's an assessment of fear. So it's not that the fear is not there, but you assess the fear and then you make the decision that, what you need to do is greater than what you're feeling. Oh, that's so good. I <laughs> love that. And that puts you in courage. You know, I like to think about, I like to think about my boy, David, you know, <laughs> when he's going to fight Goliath and he asked, is there not a cause? Now he might've been shaken and he might've been feeling the fear, but courage asked the question, is there a greater cause than what I'm feeling? Oh, and that's, that's so good. That's really the, how, how I define it. That is so good. I love that. Well, obviously, I know that you've had some experiences, but I'm going to ask you, was there a time and season when courage showed up for you? Or when did courage show up for you? Because I know you've had to step out and go past that fear so many times in your own life that the voices are coming, the narrative of, oh, well, aren't you afraid to do that? Uh, well, you're just a woman or you're African-American or you're this and you're that. And they try to put you in this box and, and those voices, which that's where, that's the enemy, those voices come yeah. into our mind because that's the yeah. battleground. And yeah. you had to step out of that. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, um, courage had to show up through desperation for me. It was in a season of great depression where I was like, I know there's more God. There has to be more. I want to live a life of intent. And if there is a promise, and I know there is, then I don't want to be living beneath it. And uh, there are so many, uh, well, I, I call them joy robbers. <laughs> and they'll tell you all of the reasons why you shouldn't step out or what shouldn't work and why it shouldn't happen. And uh, as I say, faith, 
yeah, the Bible said faith comes by hearing, but we also have to remember that doubt comes by hearing too. So we have to be careful who we surround ourselves with and who we listen to and uh, pay attention to because it's coming by hearing, either faith or doubt. But it was through that desperation, Cindy, where I said, I must live a life of purpose. And so, you know, if a parish, a parish, but I got to go. <laughs> All right. You're going like, to take courage. the Yeah. Yeah. You're going to take the risk. And it's like, if, like you said, if I perish, I perish. But how will I know? You don't want to have regrets, you know? And you can honestly say, well, I don't have any regrets because I went for all of it. Exactly. And, I, you know, and when the, when life ends, I don't want to look back and say, I wish I'd done this. I wish I'd done that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's uh, uh, like the book uh, Rick wrote, you know, you, you live full yes, and die empty. And so I, I think that there's an abundance of courage when you live full. Yeah, I love have that. No regrets. And, and, you know, you don't live with the fear of failure. You don't even live with the fear of success because some people just fear success. They feel the responsibility of success. Mm. They fear that uh, their life will change in a way that they're not ready. But um, I like to think about fear. You know, we talk about fear and we always talking about Cindy, well, you got to break that fear and hit that fear and cut the head off. And it's always some violence to our fear. And I just basically change my whole temperament. And this is part of the way that I embrace courage is that when fear comes, you know what I say to fear? I say, you know what, fear? I'm glad you're here because what you're going to show me are gaps in my faith. And I need mm -hmm. to know where those gaps are. You're a thermostat for me. Thank you for showing me the faith temperature and I need to warm up my temperature. And I thank fear. And when I thank fear, then I dismiss it. Your job is done. You've shown me what's missing. Now I feel it with faith and you go. Oh, that is so good. That's so powerful. I love that. That's just a whole nother way of thinking about it. Yeah. It's like, it's like if that, if you're being tempted with fear, then, okay, that must be a weak spot in me that God, you're trying to show me that actually I need to get stronger in that spot. Exactly. In that, in that area in my life. Yeah. And we need that. How else will we know the temperature of our faith if we live in this a uh, place that's not authentic where we're always like, oh yes, I'm, I'm here. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the, you know, hype, but it's not truth and it's not authentic. And so I began to thank God for fear that will show me the authentic place of my faith that I thought might, you know, it, it was stronger and it's not. So I need to know that. Yeah, that's good. Um, I remember, I think it was David, right? He said, in my distress, I was enlarged in my distress. So when that, that is coming against you, God wants to take that and turn it around and then cause you to be strong in that and to grow. And he's showing you where there's some weak spots in your life that you can work on and say, wait a minute, this is not the way it should be. I'm taking my temperature, my faith right there, because God says he gives all of us a measure of faith. 
we've all been given a measure of faith and come how on. our faith grows yes. is by the things that we come up against like David and hey, okay, he killed a lion, he killed a bear. Okay, well, why can't your friend David, why can't he kill Goliath, <laughs> right? You yes. know, why can't he kill Goliath? Because right. he'd already, his faith had already given him the courage to do those two. It's like, okay, well, God, if you did that here and here, well, I, it gives me faith. Okay, you're going to cause my faith. It keeps growing each time where it gets more and more, right? Exactly. And we go from faith to faith. We do. Glory to we glory and faith, faith to faith. 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 You know, uh, it, as I think about courage, when I think about an idea, I think about whether it's a good idea or a God idea. And I had to learn the difference because there are many good ideas. We can have a lot of good ideas within the within the day and say that we need courage to go after a good idea, but I want a God idea. And I've learned, Cindy, that the difference between a good idea and a God idea, a God idea always requires some kind of surrender from you. If you see it being done within your own strength, it's too small. It has to be an uncomfortable stretch to know and it's one of my mantras that I say daily, I am fully God supported. I get up in the morning, that's one of the first things I, I remind myself. I am fully God supported. So whatever is before me, God is with me. And uh, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens Amen. me. Amen. Yeah, I, I remember Rick said, anything that we're supposed to do, we're not supposed to do everything, but anything <laughs> we're supposed to do, we can do. Yeah, I love that. So tell me how courage showed up for you, like, and to try to follow your dreams. Again, when we were talking about, you know, you working in that marketing at place, your dream was so much bigger than that. And you've had, that wasn't the last one, okay? You're still, honey, I love that. God, it keeps showing you, okay, now God's showing me to do this. And, you know, so, and that's your dreams that God is giving you and a purpose for your life. But, you know, tell me how courage showed up for you, like in following your dreams. Yeah, you know, again, just really in pursuit of purpose and really understanding, hey, I want, I don't want to live by default. I want to live by intention. And as I began to pursue the purpose and, and, and renew my mind and remembering, God said, I knew you in the womb. I love that. I love the power of knowing that none of us just show up. There is a promise. There is a prediction at the end of the promise. And that gave me the courage to pursue it and to not, you know, not to settle for just, you know, something that uh, people say, because I'm an out-of-box person. Yes, you are. <laughs> I remember, and, and this whole idea of the dream, I'm the kind of person that I didn't want to just build monuments to God and pray that he would stay. I always wanted to stay in the move of God. So I wanted to be fluid and say, okay, it's over here now. You know, when God even talked to me about a cookie, I was like, right. you want me to do a cookie? What? And I can't tell you how many testimonies came out of that little cookie. You know, but uh, I, remember I remember buyers that. across the world, when I would go to them with a cookie, they would say, ma'am, do you know how many people want their product in our stores you know stores like heb one of the largest uh retailers in the in the in the nation yeah. and here i was i want you to put my cookie i had a dream and i had the courage 
Cindy, I showed up eight times and I had to hear, no, we can't do it. I had to hear that eight times. And I remember the courage was this. I said this, if God has told me yes, then I have to find the person that agrees with him. And until I find the person that agrees with God, I'm not going to (laughs) stop. Because somebody's got to tell me yes. And it was on the eighth time. And I love the number eight, God's number of new beginnings. After the eighth time I asked the buyer and every time they would tell me, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. I would do that and I'd come back and I'd say, well, I did what you told me last time. And they would say, well, no, we can't do it because of this. And they would give me another reason. And I come back, I've taken care of every reason you told me. And here's the eighth time. And I said this to the buyer. And this was really my statement of courage. I said, look, I'm going to have a cookie on the market and I'm going to have a story. And you're going to be a part of my story. Whether you like it or not, you're going to be a part of my story. I said, now, one role in the story is that you turn me down, but you'll be a part of the story. I said, or you could be a part of the story that said you gave me the chance. Now, which role do you want to be in this story? Because it's going to happen. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's so great. I, you don't give up. You don't. No. If God has said yes, if God is for you, who then can be against you? If God Amen. said yes, who can tell you no? Yeah, and you, yeah, it takes courage and perseverance. And you That's persevered. Right. You persevered. You kept going. You said, "No, I'm not going to take God I, no for an answer." God, I know you gave me this dream. I remember that cookie. That was a delicious cookie. <laughs> I remember the cookie. Look, and I remember so many times you calling me and we praying about it and praying yeah. about. Pray, and I mean, okay, yeah. And was it easy? Oh no! Like you said, you it was eight times. It was not easy. You definitely. Do you think people that when you feel God's giving you a dream or a purpose that oh it's just gonna be a walk in the park oh no you're gonna have to fight like hell that's right <laughs> fight, against, that's fight, right. fight against hell actually that's right exactly <laughs> exactly it's exactly true because you know perseverance is attached to a promise and a promise of god has a predictable end now if it's an assumption on your part it can end at any time But if it's a promise of God, it can't end until what God said has happened. And I've been on some promises that have taken a long time. I'm on some promises that have yet to have appeared, but they will. Because I know I said like this, I work a chronological time clock and God works a Kairos moment. So I will work chronologically what I need to do because faith without works is dead. But I know that there is a moment where God's going to act on behalf of himself. And when he acts on behalf of himself in a Kairos moment, you are going to win. You have to. Yeah, because so God's word is true. Yeah, yeah, we have just to press through, through it. it. You yeah. press through it because press his, through. Yeah, because his promises are true. His word is true. His promises right. are yes and amen. Yes. And like he said. And it awaits an appointed time. I know. That's and the part we don't like. Yeah. We don't like it either. Yeah. I'm not good <laughs> with patience. I don't pray for patience. I have learned because I know that a lot of times trials and troubles will produce patience. And I'm not trying to get more of that. So I've learned to, you know, have a sacred pace 
uh, there was a book called Sacred Pace. I love that title. Mm -hmm. And in Courage, and the author talks about you learn to meet with Jesus and then you learn to be okay in neutral. We're not okay in neutral. And neutral is that place where I haven't gotten the push to go ahead. I'm in the waiting. And until God is definitive in his Kairos moment, I've got to be okay in neutral rather than being in a pace where I've gone the wrong direction. And I've done that many times. Like, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. <laughs> but well, you gotta have courage to wait. Because yeah. if oh, you know, so if you know something is coming, you have the courage to wait on it. That's so good. That's so true. That's really good. Well, obviously, I mean, because God had given you these dreams, you stepped out just as the cookie is example, and you took a risk and you took, well, first of all, the first risk you took was again, you leaving that place you were working from somebody else, but starting your own business. And then later on, that's when the cookie idea, God, you gave you that. I remember when that happened. Now you were still doing all your consulting and those kinds of things yeah, and still right. building teams and teaching teams but this out of the blue this cookie idea came which was a cookie you made which was delicious <laughs> and it was so good I loved it and the packaging and everything but again you took a huge risk by doing that but you knew God had called you it was no question about what God was doing and the stories and the testimonies behind that and it took courage for you to do that to take that risk and then it took courage for you to wait and to persevere because like you said in those moments that well because you got to feel like oh I need to be doing something I got to be doing this and he's saying no you just need to it's like okay what's the last word God gave you yeah. as you stand on that word and you wait until the next word comes but you have to stay in that place where you're hearing his voice listening for him to speak to you but that takes courage because we are so busy and we want to but no I have to make it happen you know but it takes courage to persevere and it took courage for you to keep going and persevere because it would have been so easy to just to give up and say well heck with this absolutely and when you have the courage to persevere is when you become married to the process and not just the outcome because see what i found is that god rarely does it exactly the way we think he's going to do it it's always you know we've got this yeah. straight line to the destination and God is saying, no, it's going to go circle and it's going to go this way and that's going to curve around. And you've got this straight line idea of how you're going to arrive. And it takes courage to know that when it's not happening the way that I saw it, the way that I dreamed it, but it's still happening. It's the outcome. I didn't know um, with, with the cookie that the general of the Air Force was going to uh, declare Operation Joy based on my cookie and they were going to have the troops on the front line. The cookie was going to be baked and he, he said, we want to have a little bit of back home smelling coming when the guys have been out into the, uh, into the war ground. I didn't know that I would have the time to minister to soldiers and to hug them and bring joy to them based on a cookie. I didn't know that I'd hear testimonies from mothers saying, you know, my kids smelled some aroma and it stopped them. And we had a family moment that we haven't had in years. Mm -hmm. I didn't, none of that was in my plan. Wow. 
I had another plan that I thought, you know, here I am traveling around the world. I'm doing motivation. I'm working with all of these companies, but I God, I need to have another income, another source. I need to build something else. And I thought that that's what this was about. But God says, I'm going to even take the cookie and minister. So, you know, it takes courage to look at something that may look small in your eyes. Or it takes courage not to compare yourself to somebody else. You know, you're comparing your little something to somebody else's big something. It takes courage to say, you know what? This is the little thing that God, you know, it's like the loaves and the fishes. And I'm just going to hand it to Jesus and say, I don't know what you're going to do with this, but here it is. It takes courage because sometimes you can be so in your own head, and I call it in your own way, that you can't see the big story that God wants to tell through that little thing. And it takes courage to let go and let God. Now, that's so powerful. And you're right, because God's plans for the cookie were so much more than what you thought. And Absolutely. actually, yeah, and the ministry that came out of that. And I remember when it was going to the troops and we were, and you, we were, you were like, I remember us talking, you were like, Cindy, I can't believe this. Look what's happening. This, I thought it was going this way, you know, but you know, I love that you just, you're like, I'm here. It took courage for me to stay in this and keep going because God, I thought this is the way you were going to do it. But God said, uh, no, I've got not just this, but this uh, so much more. So much so, more. So much more. And and the courage to recognize the timing and the seasons because everything has a beginning. And I remember uh, Rick, he put this in us and he, he talked about, you know, having good a good end. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a time for the cookie, the beginning, and there was a time to end. You know, yeah. and I was wanting to hold on. And God says, no, the season's over. We're moving now. So I always, this is just my personal commitment to always be in the move of God. Yeah, I and love that. That takes courage. And that, that takes, takes courage. That takes courage. I mean, it took courage really like to let go. It's like, well, okay, if, you know, because God was, you said he was bringing it to an end. Well, oh no, I want to hold on to it. No, God's like, I got something else for you, but it takes courage, okay, to let go of that, but, and to trust the next season, right? Absolutely. Everything has a season. Everything has a beginning and end. There is nothing permanent, as the scripture says. Nothing is permanent under the sun. And so we, you know, we trust in God. Uh, again, often I'm saying, you know, uh, I am fully God supported. And I remain attached to the true vine. And that gives me courage because except we are attached and remain to the true vine, we become a dead branch. And that gives me courage because I'm like, I'm in the, I'm going to stay on this branch. I'm going to remain in God. That gives me courage no matter what's coming. I am fully God supported. I remember that story with Joseph. I, I so resonate with his story often because he had big dreams, mm -hmm. but he had a lot of envy and jealousy that came up against him. Yeah. And he had favor. And, uh, you know, one of the other side of blessing is to be envied. <laughs> and he was yeah. blessed and favored by men and God, and it caused envy. 
But no matter what you read about his trouble, we get that little story that says, and God was with him. And God, and was, God with was with him. him. And God was Don't with him. Don't that give you courage? Yes, absolutely. No matter I mean, what, you, which way this was happening, this was happening, this was happening, but God was with him. But God God's was with, with him. You. And God was with him. Yes, no matter what. Yes. No matter what. Courage. And we can put our story right where Joseph's story is, whatever our story reads, because it can look dark and many of the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord brings us out of them of all. All, yes. All, not some of them. Talk about courage. You know, it's like, whoa. You know, sometimes trying to make sense out of the scripture, for we know all things work together okay. for the good to them that are called oh, according to his, his purpose. purpose. Yes. It's going to work out for your good. Now, I find courage in that. Sometimes I'm questioning going, what good can come out of this nonsense? What good? <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen God do it in ways that I could not even imagine. Talk about, you know, he'll do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you could ask, think, or imagine. Sometimes I'm like, what? How did God turn this around? He'll do it. Yeah. And, you know, and in so many of those things, too, you had to fight. Uh, look, not just you. We, it's a fight every day. To attain yes. the promises, it's a fight. Yes. Okay, it's a fight, and it takes courage to fight, but you have to fight. Remember, we're always fighting from a place of victory, and I keep reminding myself of that every day yes. in the, the battles that we're fighting, the battles that we're fighting in our nation, uh, yes. the battles we're fighting in with, you know, health that's going on in, right now in our nation, you know, with uh, this pandemic and everything else, and I'm fighting every day against that and taking authority and fighting against that, but in our lives, in our personal lives, you know, we the God's given us promises and dreams. You have to fight for that, and it takes courage to continue no matter what you see. Again, you go back to faith because faith is the things that are hoped for, the evidence of things not seen is yeah. that we're not going to hear. Listen, you know, listen. We're not going to what we're looking at, what we're hearing, but we're going to stand on God's word, and we're going to fight in, from a place of victory, Right, yes. and it's taking courage for you to continue in every what you know in your business in the cookie to continue to fight. You had to lean on God's word and what He said, and it took courage. You took courage. First of all, you got courage because you saw what He had done for you already in the past, but His promises, and you're like you're fully God supported. Fully so, God supported. I'm fully, fully God, God supported. supported, and I know that every breakthrough is surrounded by warfare. That's yep. why I don't think it's strange when the warfare shows up. I think it won, not strange. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It takes courage. And, Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, it just takes also surrounding ourselves by right people. And uh, so I, important. You know, I go back to my story and people like you and being in a ministry and hearing the word preached through Rick Godwin. Um, I don't know how anybody could not walk in courage hearing the kind of word that would come through that. And I was a recipient of that many, many years. And I always talk about there are five relationships that we need. Talk about courage. There are five relationships that we need in our life. And uh, that becomes feeding ground for us to, because faith comes by hearing. And we need, we need coaches and mentors and you know, people that, that speak life into us. 
and uh, the Bible says surround ourselves with uh, a multitude of good counsel. And, and we, need, we need friends. I thank God for a friend like you, you know, a person that's going to tell you truth. And then, you know, I can hear that voice saying, no, that's not the way it's going to end. No, no, no. We're going to pray. No, we're not. No, we're not going to do that. No, we're not accepting that. I can, <laughs> if you wanted to hear a warrior, you call Cindy Godwin with the bad report. <laughs> and she will rebuke it all the way back to wherever it came from. <laughs> but we need friends like that. We need partners. Yeah. You know, we need uh, we need community. We need a place of kindred spirits and believers. And uh, we need to hear that word. That word sharpens us. It keeps us encouraged. You know, so. Uh, as I, I have a friend and uh, she'll say, you know, courage, there's encourage. And she'll say, sometimes I feel disencouraged about this. <laughs> well, and you're so, so we have to speak courage to her. <laughs> yeah. And it, you are so right. It's so, so important for you to have the right relationships. I mean, I always yes. feel better after I talk to you because sometimes, you know, I'm out there, we're fighting the fight and we're, you know, it's like I'm taking courage because the Bible, he talks about take it, take courage. Well, I'm taking it, Lord. I'm taking it from you. And now I feel like I'm out here on this island by myself because I'm like, everybody else is like, what, what, what? But I call you and I'm like, we just encourage each other. We, and Absolutely. we promote each other to good works and we That's promote right. and we, and speak the word to each other. And by the time we get off, we both feeling good. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I can remember years ago showing up in a service and I would go, Cindy, this, no, no. And you grabbed me. I was like, where are we going? You're going. Ricky's going to pray for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we, we do need to have those we people. We pray and things would change. And the whatever moment of discouragement, it turned into a moment of encouragement because yeah. I was surrounded by the right relationship. And if you want courage, surround yourself with the people who speak courage to you. That's so true. You have, that's so, so important. You have to do that. You have yes. to do that. Yes. I, I try to do it to people that I'm coming in contact with. And, you know, especially with all the things going on, they'll say this. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. The earth is the Lord's, the fullness of there, thereof. It belongs to him. It doesn't belong to COVID-19. It doesn't belong to Come on. division, strife, contention. It doesn't belong to disunion. No, 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 no. The <laughs> earth is God's. No, I mean, and I'm, and they'll say, well, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Well, I know. All I do know is God has a good plan for us. He That's loves right. us. He will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He's got a good plan. His plan plans are always good for us. And so we just have to, like you said, to keep ourselves encouraged, but surround ourselves with people that are going to speak that encouragement. And, you know, I know also I want to talk, talk, talk about this too, uh, because I know through your journey of you following your dreams of taking those risks, persevering and fighting that good fight of faith that you've had to fight. And for us to be uh, you know, to keep that courage going, you know, we have people that sometimes will be speaking negative things or saying, or like you, you brought up yeah. about jealousy or yeah. things like that. And, yeah. you know, and this forgiveness and boy, is it right so hard to have the courage to forgive, right? 
Yeah, it is. Um, I'll tell you, and jealousy is one of those uh, diseases that nobody has because you don't hear people, you know, I got a problem with jealousy. You know, it just, it prevails in secrecy and yet it's so destructive uh, because it leads to murder. It happened in the first book of the Bible. You know, it yeah. led to murder. So it's, uh, and I've had my fair share of those kinds of attacks. And, oh, you uh, definitely have. And you've yeah. had to have courage, though, to forgive those people and go on. Because, you know, it's like we could live in this place. It's only going to hurt us. We could live in this place of they did this, they did that, they did this. And God, you know what God's word says when you're a mature Christian. Okay, you're supposed to forgive. But that takes courage to do that. It takes courage and say, I'm going to let that go, Lord. I am going to forgive them because it's only going to hold you back right and you've had to walk yeah. i've seen and you've had to walk through that there's uh there's been two moments where i felt god had such a personal word to me that it it taught me forgiveness in a way that i probably would have never learned it because i remember after so much betrayal and feeling like oh god another stab in my back and i remember going to god saying you know what i just can't do this anymore i love your kingdom i love you but god i can't keep trying to do your will with people that will betray me and it's all based on some stupid envy and jealousy and crazy stuff and i thought that god was going to give me an out <laughs> i thought i made a really good appeal to god that he would let me turn in my resignation <laughs> and and the response i'll never forget it god was saying to me why would you worry about a spirit that will hang itself remember judas mm, wow so you powerful. keep doing my will don't worry about a, sp a spirit that will destroy itself we're not wrestling against flesh and blood right we're wrestling against principalities and spiritual wickedness in high places, and they are destined to fail. And so we keep moving forward. And that gave me the whole idea to, to you know, I don't need to be right. And there was a time when, I, you know, being right was so important. Oh, I got to be right. I got to make sure. I don't need to be right. I need to be reconciled with God. And so that gives me the courage to forgive. And the other thing that I've learned that forgiveness is a privilege and nothing changes until we touch it with love. And I've had to walk this out and learn it, Cindy, because we can touch things with frustration. Sure, you have betrayed me. You've done this. You've lied on me. And I've even had that happen recent where it's an outright lie. Why? where did this come from and yet i have to understand that i can be frustrated i can be angry and those are all legitimate emotions but until i find a place of love nothing changes because okay. god himself is love and until i touch it with god it's not going anywhere so forgiveness is a privilege it's no longer, uh, you know, I got to make the donuts. <laughs> I got to forgive. I got to forgive. Oh, boy, here we go. Forgiveness is not all that it's cracked up to be. <laughs> forgiveness is the privilege of my progress. Oh, that's I so get good. to move on. 
And here's what I've learned, that I keep forgiving and growing and the people who keep are perpetuating the wrong toward me, they get stuck. Because see, oh. when I get to move on, I grow. But when you stay in that place of continuing to do the wrong against your brother, your, your sister, then there's no growth to that. And I've watched, I've watched it over the years. It can look like, wow, they got away with that, God. And first of all, that's the wrong mentality because you got to release them of wrongdoing. Yeah, that's right. And until you can get to that place where you can release them, they're going to look like they're really progressing. But I have never seen the wrong thing end up right. No, you're right. And then, you know, when you touched on too, you said, okay, forgiveness, but then to love. And that boy, does that take a lot of courage to love our brothers sometimes, right? When they don't agree. And Rick just preached a message about that a few weeks ago. And it was so powerful. And it's like so true because it takes a lot of courage to love, right? It takes a lot of courage, oh. like you said, and those people that were with the jealousy and, and, the, and the betrayal is to say, because God, his word says, God, his love never fails. It never fails. And to love those people. Now, we don't love what they did, but we love the person again, because again, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. So we're not wrestling that person, but to still love. And that takes heart. That takes, man, that takes courage, right? To sometimes, you know, I forgive. Okay, I'm going to choose to forgive. It's a choice. I might not feel like it, but I'm going to choose. But then, God, I give them to you. Like you said, I'm going to release them to you. And then, okay, you know what? I love them with your love. I feel bad. You know, I'm going to love them because love never fails. It never fails. And there's the other part of the forgiveness when we have wronged someone. And it may not have even been our heart or intention. Of course, yeah. It's based on perception. Yeah. And I've even seen in just recent years where, and, and I've, I've taught this concept even in the corporate arena, and I've had so many testimonies of breakthrough. And it's really simple. Even if I think that I've, you know, I didn't do wrong, I'll take the road, the high road to ask for forgiveness. Yeah, and I do it. I, I mean, I'll do it in this way. I do it in three parts. Here's what I did. So I'll identify what I did. I'll say, here's why I did it. So, you know, this is the action. This is why I did it. And then the true repentance comes out of the last thing that you say. And this is why it won't happen again. So, so this good. is what I did. This is why I did it. And this is why it won't happen again. Nobody can, I can't, I, I have done this many times and I find that nobody can argue with that kind of an apology. So it no. puts us on a clean right. slate. Yeah. No, you're right. And it's, you know, I always think about, and you saying, you know, I take the high road. Well, God exalts the humble, the yes. humble inherit the land. So you always, you know, I always want to stay in a place of humility yes. where I am, you know, gosh, like it said, it might not, somebody might say something. I was like, oh, wow, I didn't mean for it. That wasn't my intent, you know? Right. So I don't have a problem like, you know, 
humbling myself because exactly. I know that God is going to take care of that. And, you know, he'll exalt the humble. He resists That's the proud. That's exactly right. That's I always exactly want to right. stay uh, in that place. Okay. One last question I want to ask you is what's the greatest courage you find yourself needing in this season that you're in right now in your life? Ooh, Ooh I take off my glasses for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've got pandemics and protests and, uh, there's a lot of deception, so it requires a lot of discernment. But at the end of everything that's going on around us and around me personally, um, I find that the courage that we need at this time is the courage to remain. Mm. And I say that because you can find yourself in a lot of trouble just because you don't follow the masses you can follow you can find yourself with an uncommon thought or opinion and you can be persecuted now because of it and so i'm finding that it's the courage to remain and i say this that the modern day golden calf of this moment is our opinion Wow. And people are bowing to their opinion and they want you to bow to their opinion. And I'm like, you know, God said no other God before me. He is a jealous God. And okay. so the power to remain faithful to Jesus Christ, you know, his name brings about both yes. power and opposition. There's no yes. other name given that That's will right. do that. So right. I know there's something to the name of Jesus and I must remain in that name. And though they come from different angles and different deceptions and theories and all of this, I'm like, it's about Jesus. Amen. Yes. <laughs> and as for yes. me and my household, <laughs> we shall remain. I love and it. that's the courage that I have to remain through the thick and the thin city. You know, it's up in the wee hours of the morning of uh, building the relationship of intimacy with God Almighty so that you may remain because we don't know. We didn't know that there was a pandemic in 2020. Everybody was talking about 2020 perfect vision. Okay, well, <laughs> we are seeing some things that we had not <laughs> anticipated. We don't know what's going to happen in the next 90 days, but we must have the courage to remain in the God. We may not know the future, but we know the God who holds it. Amen. And we must remain in his hands. Yeah, that's so powerful. You're so right. You know, uh, only the, it's only the word of God and, and, you know, and people have their right to their opinion. Yeah. And I have my right to my opinion exactly. and we, and we can, we can still love each other. Right. But exactly. I love that the courage to remain in Jesus Christ and in his word and what his word says. And if his That's word, right. you know, Rick has taught about that. The seven levels of authority is if, okay, if his word isn't clear, then it's conscience, you know? So first of all, it's his word. We're going to live by his word and people yes. can't judge you on your conscience, which would then be your, maybe your opinion. And I'm not going to judge somebody else, but we've got to remain in Jesus and what his word says and, yes. sta and stand on Jesus because he's the only hope. Yes. He's the only hope. He's the only yes. answer. Yes. And as I was, re I was reading in Matthew during my quiet time, and I, I literally, as I was reading, there was a little bit of fear that tried to come up because it, it's, it's telling you the, the very things that we're seeing. 
it's it's saying this in the book of Matthew. And as I was, you know, saw and felt a little bit of fear, I remembered God wrote 300 and some 64 times, I believe. And he said, do not be afraid. I mean, he gave us that scripture for every day of the year. And literally, I have to say it out loud into the atmosphere. Do not, and I'll put my name, Sandra, do not be afraid. God is with you. You are fully God supported. And so, you know, I find a lot of comfort in that. But as I read through the book, I saw that whole thing roll out. And then there was a scripture said, and Jesus said, but remain, but remain, because at the end, you will be rewarded. Remain. So find the courage to remain. I love it. Well, that's a great note to end on. Ladies, you heard it. Find the courage to remain. Jesus is the answer, right? Yes, he is. Yes, well, he is. I love you so much. I'm so glad too. we got to be together. Uh, before we started, we were talking about strawberry cake. I make this. <laughs> I make this amazing, uh, according to Sandra, she loves my strawberry oh, cake. <laughs> yes. Look, I'll put a mask on and drive and fly <laughs> all of the things that I'm required to do by the CDC to go get a piece of strawberry cake. <laughs> well, I'll let you know. You know, the last time I made one, I called you, remember? Or I called you or texted you and I said, guess what I have, but you weren't anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, and everybody posted the cake on Facebook, and they were like, oh, we so enjoyed it. They even showed me pictures of crumbs. I was like, <laughs> oh, goodness. I, I need some strawberry. Look, that strawberry cake is made with such love. I, I really, really, it's the best cake uh, ever, ever. Uh, well, I love you, and love uh, you like too. I said, I could think of no better person for me to talk to about courage because I have seen you exemplify being a courageous woman through over 30 years, all these years we've known each other. You're an inspiration, a dynamic inspiration, passionate for me and so many others, and continue to do that. I love you, and thank you for joining us, us, the women of Chosen and our podcast, and encouraging them to stand with courage not to be fearful, to continue to follow, have courage to follow their dreams, take a risk, to persevere, to fight that yes. good fight of faith, to yes. forgive and to love and to remain, remain, yes. the courage yes. to remain in Jesus. Yes. I wow. love that. I just love any virtual hug, <laughs> Yes, love I you. We'll talk. Love I you miss guys. you too. We'll talk to you, to you later. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye.